Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 477, Five Bad Parenting Habits to Let Go of Now Because Our Kids Soak in Everything We Say and Do, Even When You Don't Realize It. From the very first day that I became a parent, Not only did I want the moon and the stars for my child, I wanted something equally as important, to be a wonderful role model. When my kids were infants, I didn't worry too much that they'd pick up on any of my bad habits. You know, chewing ice, walking at warp speed, nearly knocking things, including people over, just to be efficient, cracking my knuckles and toes when I was nervous, or eating food off of other people's plates. But as they became toddlers and started talking and imitating, I began to realize that my precious little ones were not only my offspring, they were also porous sponges that soaked everything in, good and bad, and had the memories of elephants, never forgetting anything that they saw and heard. I've been doing this mom thing for nearly 25 years now and can truthfully admit a thing or two about what I'm proud to have done while raising my eight kids and what I've since learned, the hard way, that I should have paid more attention to. Here are five bad habits that could leave a negative impression on your kids down the road and how to correct them. Five bad parenting habits. One, speak without thinking. Two, not being on time. Three, negative self-talk. 4. Neglecting self-care, and 5. Disorganization. Here are each in more detail. Number 1. Speak without thinking. Most of us have had moments where we completely forget to filter what goes from our head to our mouths, and out it comes, commentary that really should have remained silent, but now it's out there in front of colleagues, friends, spouses, or, worse yet, our kids. I humbly include myself in this bad habit, and I hadn't realized I was doing it as often as I was, until one of my children bagged me at a school meeting. Three of my children struggled with significant speech delays. Because of that, we spent several years working closely with speech and occupational therapists, and also had pretty intense services with our school department. I attended dozens of individualized educational plans, also known as IEP meetings, with teachers and administrators. 
Most times, my children did not attend them with me, but occasionally they'd be invited. One such time was a meeting to decide the best placement for my son as he transitioned from second to third grade. There were two choices for teachers who both had tremendously different teaching styles. I was completely prepared to give my perspective on which classroom I thought he would best thrive in, but my son beat me to the chase. There's no way you're putting me in Mrs. Smith's class. She's a real witch, and the year will be a complete disaster. Ouch! Out of the mouths of babes, and one with a speech delay, nonetheless. That was a good fifteen years ago, and I still remember how mortified I felt because it was quite obvious my son was parroting exactly what I had said mindlessly while he was in earshot. Lee J. Colon, Ph.D., and a consultant and best-selling author, has a remedy for those of us who blurt things out unintentionally. In five simple questions to ask before you speak, he recommends the following strategy: Before you speak, think, and ask these simple questions. The T is it true? H is it helpful? I is it inspiring? N is it necessary? And K, is it kind? I've tried to be very mindful of what I say aloud in front of my kids and others in general ever since that incident at my son's IEP meeting. I'm by no means perfect, but I definitely put much more thought into what slips through my lips now. Number two, not being on time. This is one of those bad habits I had been guilty of more than any others. Consistently being ten to fifteen minutes late to nearly everything, including pediatrician appointments, pickups from practices, dates with friends, and sadly even funerals, I could have easily blamed it on the logistics of constantly scurrying from behind because I had eight young kids and primarily took care of them myself. But truthfully, it wasn't them; it was me and how I managed my time. I was always telling myself I had time for just one more quick project before I headed to the car, like throwing in a load of laundry or paying just one bill so I could get it out in today's mail. Although I knew exactly what my timetable should have been to leave my home and arrive at my destination on time, I had rose-colored glasses on that made me believe I could be a little bit more productive yet still be on time. As though time would stand still just for me alone. While being ten to fifteen minutes late may not seem like a big deal, I began to realize it was not only unfair to the person or team waiting for us to arrive; it was also extremely unfair to my own kids. I learned that they secretly resented my tardiness because it made them feel forgotten and undervalued. One of my daughters actually felt like she had to make excuses for me. Because we were always late to softball practice, it seemed harmless at the time. But her coach later told me that her teammates always referred to our comings and goings as being on Butler time. When I heard that, I decided I had to get my act together and stop getting my family to our destinations late. In How to Stop Being Late to Everything All the Time, I'm what's known as the underestimator. Which is explained as a well-intentioned person who occupies an alternate reality where time has no meaning. 
Like I said before, I always felt I could sneak one more item in for my to-do list before walking out the door. The solution for people who mismanage their time like I did was to actually time some of the projects that they tackled to see truthfully how many minutes or hours truly were spent completing the task. Productivity expert Julie Morgenstern, author of Time Management from the Inside Out, says underestimators are afraid to find out that they can't do everything or they obsess over and take too long to do other things. Bingo! Morgan Stern had me completely pegged. Because I had a large family, I felt the need to prove I could keep up with everything, no matter what. Her solution was to time the projects that continuously make you late on three separate occasions and then apply one of Morgan Stern's four Ds to each one. Delete. If it's unimportant or unfeasible, you might choose not to do it at all. Delay. Reschedule your task for a more appropriate time. Diminish. Create a shortcut like breaking a big project into parts and dedicating just one hour a day to it. Or delegate. Give all or part of your task to somebody else. This eye-opening exercise allowed me to be realistic about what I could accomplish in front of my schedules to actually get out the door on time. Number three, negative self-talk. When we go about our busy lives each day, so often we easily go through the motions and don't even realize we're creating negative scenarios because our routines and habits, they become so rote. For many years, when my kids were really young, I probably isolated myself from friends and family more than I should have because, quite honestly, it took a lot of physical and mental ability to get myself and my growing family out and about when it was just me doing the preparations. During these hectic years, I didn't have a lot of adult conversation happening in my life, and without even realizing it, I began to have many discussions with myself. On a good day, this was just fine, but there were plenty of days when things were chaotic, cranky, and truthfully, just plain difficult. When stretches like that occurred, my inner dialogue was not very positive. And although it was just me, myself, and I, I'm sure my kids could sense that I was not in a very good place emotionally. I recall one of my go-to statements when I did something hastily or by mistake. That was stupid, Cheryl. Talk about teaching your child how to be hard on himself. My husband overheard me and reminded me that we had little ears listening. As in my first tip about speaking without thinking, Negative self-talk is detrimental to not only you, but to your family as well. I soon eliminated the word stupid from my entire vocabulary, and instead, I replaced it with the word silly. In my podcast episode, Busy Parent, Six Ways to Maintain Healthy Self-Esteem, nixing negative self-talk is a part of the mix. Much of our thinking is so automatic and happening so rapidly that we barely notice it before we move on to the next thought. But when that little voice in our minds starts cranking out damaging and destructive self-criticism, we have to get a handle on it and nip it in the bud. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations 
I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tip number four, neglecting self-care. If you think not taking the time to care for your own needs is not a bad habit, think again. Simply put, if parents don't find the time to nurture themselves and continuously fuel their own tanks, they just won't be able to give quality time back to their families. This habit is one that parents, particularly moms, have grappled with for centuries. Factors such as what society in general thinks, struggling with their own guilt in indulging in something pleasurable that doesn't involve the rest of the family, and sometimes just not knowing where to find a few minutes of quality alone time are just some of the excuses parents toss out there when they try and rationalize practicing self-care. We only hurt ourselves when we put our own needs, healthy, necessary needs, on the back burner. In addition, we set a terrible example for our kids by acting like martyrs or letting ourselves go to pot just because we're now a parent. One of the top parenting trends for 2018 was making time to be selfish. Take time today to evaluate how well you're doing in this department, and if you're receiving a flunking grade, Commit to finding one way to splurge on yourself, regardless of how big or small, and build it into your regular schedule from here on out. And tip number five, disorganization. Take a look around your home and do a quick evaluation of how organized your environment is at this very moment. Can you see your countertops? Or are they piled high with papers, magazines, and old dog treat boxes? Is laundry ruling your life? Are your kids' backpacks easily located, or are they shoved under one of those piles of laundry that hasn't been put away in a month? Pardon me for sounding off on this topic again, but if there's one thing I'm passionate about, it's having an organized home. Whether you live in a five-bedroom estate or a one-bedroom apartment, if your surroundings are clutter-free and tidy, your family will thrive. Check out 10 Ways to Become a More Organized Parent at quickanddirtytips.com for detailed ways you can kick the bad habit of disorganization and create a streamlined, peaceful space for your family to enjoy each day.
What negative habits have you and your family overcome? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Or another way to interact with me is to post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. If you have friends and family that would enjoy listening as well, I'd love it if you'd share the link to this podcast with them and refer them to the website, which is www.quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Here, you'll find hundreds of archived episodes covering a wide variety of parenting and family-related topics. Hey, don't let a bad habit stand in the way of your great parenting. Take some time today to turn it around. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.